0: Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interests, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at Gwinnett Online Campus. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to sit down and talk with GOC sixth grade teacher, Ms. Cooper. Ms. Cooper has a unique and interesting passion horses. We talk about her horse Fireball and all the time she spent training him and learning to train him. Uh, And she talks about what it's like to be frustrated and afraid and how she could have given up on training Fireball, but she stuck with it. And I can tell that she has an amazing and strong bond with her horse. Uh, You're going to be able to tell by the way she talks about Fireball that he's more than just a hobby or an interest. He's an important part of her life. Uh, And then Miss Cooper also patiently answers a bunch of my questions about horses and riding horses and what horses eat and, how horses sleep and horses hanging out with other horses and dogs and horse saddles. It, it's a whole lot of questions uh, and a lot of great knowledge from Miss Cooper. Uh, and then finally, Miss Cooper shares her favorite thing about horses. I'm not going to ruin it for you or spoil it, but if you have a passion in your life, uh, you might just identify with what she says. So, are you saddled up? Are you holding on to the reins? Hold on tight. Here is my conversation with Miss Cooper. Giddy up. Welcome to the podcast, Ms. Jenny Cooper. You are a sixth grade teacher here at GOC, correct? Yes. And you teach social studies? Yes, okay. I do. Um, so how many years have you been at GOC? This is...
1: I. This is starting my third year. Third
0: year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've taught... Have you taught sixth grade the whole time you were here? Or... I started
1: with seventh grade so, okay. and then moved into sixth grade. Okay. And of course, before that was um, at other schools. I think I'm in my 23rd year teaching. Okay.
0: So you've, so, you've been doing it for a while. Yes, so, yes. And um, so you... we. Of course, this is the 2022-2023 school year, and we just started uh, about a month ago. And I understand from talking to, to you that you have some interesting hobbies. And um, I guess one hobby in particular, I know you're going to, I'm hoping you'll tell me all about it, is um, you have horses, right? Or a horse, or you're into horses. Tell me what's going on.
1: Yes I do um, I currently there are three horses on my property um, but one of the horses takes up most of my time okay. he's, he's my my baby I still call him he's five now but mm-hmm. uh, uh, so yes I am I love horses I didn't grow up with it I grew up with the dream of it okay uh, but was not fortunate enough to actually be around horses until I was an adult so uh, young when, adult
0: when did you get your first? horse
1: oh gosh I was um I begged and borrowed and steal uh-huh. and stole and you know <laughs> um worked at a Y and tried to get around horses like that and uh in my early 20s leased a few horses so okay. I could go and get on them and ride and I didn't make it happen until I was almost 30 okay um to buy my my own so I didn't so. know
0: you could lease a horse that's like yeah. you, so you just that's a horse that like are you the sole lease sore or however whatever that word is or do other people also ride the same horse
1: well um for this particular barn a place up in north georgia mm-hmm. um they had people that would come and pay for lessons and such and so other people could ride that okay. horse but i could go up any weekend i wanted oh, and ride and, and
0: ride yeah your horse. so what made you you said so as a kid i guess you always mm-hmm. liked horses but what what when did you Take your first horse ride. Like, what was? Um... Well,
1: I will tell you. I feel like horses, just like any of passion that people have. Mm-hmm. I think you're kind of born with it. Okay. And so, I found a um, a journal that I've always kept a diary and a uh-huh. journal. A big writer. Uh, and I found a, a journal that I wrote when I was in kindergarten. Oh so, wow! And uh, an entry that said, "Oh, I want a horse so bad. If I had a horse, I would name it Butterscotch, and I would never come when Mom called me for supper." And you know, but uh,
0: so you had this. So since kindergarten, you had this. So do you have a horse named Butterscotch? Do you? No, okay. I, I
1: that Butterscotch <laughs> never happened. So um, I had a horse named Doc Holiday, and now my horse's name is Georgia Fireball. So okay. never a
0: Butterscotch. never a butterscotch so how do you we're gonna jump all over this conversation because i don't know anything about horses and i've only ridden on a horse like twice Mm -hmm. and they're kind of intimidating and big they're so big and i um when i see people ride you know watch on tv and i'm like oh that looks kind of easy and then i'm like you get close to them and you're like there people are really high up on that horse i guess that's you're on your high horse that's uh,
1: right exactly so
0: so what um so first all, i wanted to ask about the so for the naming of horses you said you have one called what uh, a
1: georgia fireball. georgia fireball
0: so how did is that a, a he or a she it's a he okay. he's a
1: gelding um okay. what's a gelding is a that... gelding is a male horse okay. that has been
0: fixed, sort uh, correct. of. Correct, yes. just like okay. you would with a dog or okay. a cat. Gotcha. Um,
1: so before that, he'd be called a stallion.
0: Okay, that's so. I, that's the other thing is I don't know. I know there's different names for. So what what's a mare? Is that, that would a, be a female horse. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm learning all this stuff yeah Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So how did how did he get his name?
1: Well, Georgia Fireball. I call him Fireball. He is a registered horse, and so okay. he, he came with they, that name. Okay. And it's kind of cool when you look at their lineage. I can trace his family back to the 1940s 30s 40s it's pretty neat. that's really right. so
0: that's almost like the dogs that are registered and exactly. so horses can be the same way where they have like a whole history uh, a whole line of, yes. of relatives so let me ask you this how long do horses I, I really don't know anything about horses but how long do they generally live
1: horses can live i actually am boarding a horse for someone right now and she is 35
0: okay that seems old yeah i don't know it is
1: that is old my my former horse uh doc holiday that i owned he died um freak it was a kind of a freak thing but i lost him he was 21 okay and if he hadn't gotten sick he could have lived for a lot of a lot of years so um yeah
0: so they so the horses that i see in the kentucky derby and stuff those are very young right like three years old or something okay and that's when they're in their fastest prime of their like activity or no is that
1: well so there's a lot of different philosophies on when to start a horse um and i've learned a lot through Mm -hmm. starting this young horse i um was talked into taking him and he was not even two years old yet he was still a stallion yes Okay. okay and um so i started him and uh made a lot of mistakes along the way and one thing i learned was some people feel that if you wait until like age three or four to start them they they learn a lot quicker but yeah the race horses are usually out there going at age three and such so
0: so what when when i think about horses i think of all these like i know some people have horses because they just want a, you know something to ride and, mm-hmm. and ride around and then there's the equestrian events where people have horses for like sport and then the racing and then i guess um do people still you know i know people used to use horses for plows and like fields and and work horses so what the horse so you said you have do you, do you just have fireball or do you have some others also so you
1: my daughter i have a pony for her that okay. she got on her eighth birthday um her name is snickers okay. and so uh, she and i my daughter and i mainly would do trail riding okay. and and things like that
0: so it's just like fun like someone might either take a hike or go on a dirt bike ride you you guys like hopping on the horses and exactly going on the trails have y'all been to um what's the one park um the um, little Mulberry. Have y'all yes. ever? Does it have nice trails? It has
1: great trails. That's a real workout for the horses. Um, well, it's steep. It's all it's, uphill. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. I,
0: I actually, one time, I was um, uh, sort of trying to run those trails because they're really rough. But um, I came, I came across a couple of horseback riders. Yes, and it was pretty cool. And a
1: word about that: if you do come across horseback riders, a lot of people, when you're out walking on the trail and you have, you see a horse coming, a lot of people just because they don't know they will stop Mm -hmm. and freeze and almost kind of get behind a tree a little bit to get out of the way. And they're doing that out of kindness and uh, respect. But really what happens, you know, horses are prey animals. And so their response is to fly, you know, uh, to get out of the way, yeah. and so often when people freeze, the horse will...
0: Oh, uh, that's not... Uh,
1: right, and so I will always just kind of say, hey there, you know, and start a conversation, yeah. and once people talk, then the horse is, oh, okay, that's okay, not that's a horse-eating monster. Not gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
0: person's not going to get yeah. me. I've never thought about that, but I, yeah, I, that sort of makes sense. I didn't think about horses as, um, but they do seem, because <clears throat> I don't know a whole lot except, you know, what I see in movies and TV shows and stuff, but they... Um, they seem to be like sort of one with their owner. Like I guess yes. you guys, whatever your emotions and feelings are often reflected through the horse.
1: Completely. And that is kind of where I messed up with Fireball when I began his training. Oh, so
0: tell me, so what we? You...
1: Oh, oh boy. The first year I did everything wrong. Um, he reared up, he bucked, he threatened me in many ways, mm-hmm. tossed me off his back many times. And because I had so much trouble with them, I did a lot of research, a lot of Mm -hmm. reading, a lot of articles, a lot of videos, and then asked for help. There's a life lesson there. Ask for help. Uh, And I found a mentor, a local trainer, and I learned an awful lot. And, boy, it's real subtle. And one of the things, yes, a horse can – they can – Since your accelerated heart rate, they can. If you are worried about something, they're gonna reflect that.
0: So, even if I guess the way you sit on a horse, and if it's tight, if you're squeezing your legs, or they're, uh, they can feel all of that, right? Yes.
1: If you think about it, a horse can feel a fly land on them.
0: Oh. So they
1: can feel. Everything. Um, I didn't think
0: about that. Um, yeah, because yes, they can swat those flies with their tails. They can and literally stuff.
1: feel a fly. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, and one of the one of the lessons I learned was um, a horse needs to you know they're herd animals and mm-hmm. so they want a leader. Well, unbeknownst to me, the way they determine who their leader is is whoever's in the other person's space and whoever makes their feet move okay so i would be standing there holding fireball on my Mm -hmm. lead rope talking to a friend and fireball would take a step toward me Mm -hmm. and without thinking i would kind of step back and carry my conversation Mm -hmm. on well in his horsey mind he just said oh I'm the leader today, so I'm going to make all the decisions uh, about speed and direction.
0: I, I'm going to be the guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And that one subtle thing from there on out, every time I worked with him, if he mo- took a step towards me, I would plant my feet and mm-hmm. move him back. Right. And uh, and then I was the leader, and then everything else would kind of fall into place. <laughs> Who would have known?
0: That's wild. So when you talk about um, training a horse, you mean like and this is the stuff i don't know so i know like once <clears throat> i was on um uh cumberland island and there's wild horses out there so those are um completely wild horse. when you say training a horse you mean training a horse for a person to be able to ride it and do what um just
1: exactly okay so my my previous horse experiences, is i would just get on a horse and go okay. and and turns out the horse isn't born knowing all those so cues. Th- that Who would have thought?
0: <laughs> well, that's sort of yeah. what I thought. I was like, if I go up to one of these horses at Cumberland and just, so if someone did that and jumped on, they, that horse would immediately yeah. throw them off and yeah. run away.
1: And that's okay. pretty much what happened with me and Fireball. <laughs> I was told, oh, just hop on and go and uh, that was not how it, it, it works.
0: So you, so. so like training a dog or something, yes. you have to train this horse to do everything that you want it to do. Exactly. So, what? okay. And how long are you still training him or how long does this is this like a constant process and how long did it take
1: it is a constant process it took his um it took about uh, six months to get a good foundation a year to get better he is five years old now um and he is doing really well Mm -hmm. but my goal is just true total unity with him where i almost just think go and he goes and the lightest possible touch again because they can feel a fly. Mm-hmm. So if I, my goal is kind of like you would move a toy boat in the bathtub. You mm-hmm. touch it with your finger and, and it moves. It, yeah. When I touch him with my inner calf, you that's want, how light um, I okay. am. And he needs to move. So um, lots of lots of things. So.
0: so that's a that's a, I mean, we talk at GOC, you know, about collaboration and stuff. Yes. But that's like, I mean, you are serious collaboration between yes. you and this horse where, yes. where you just want to become one. Yes. And is that how... I mean, I guess that happens with with people and horses, right? Like you can get to that point where it's just like your best friend sort of riding partner.
1: You um, really do. And um, he, you truly, most of the communication is Mm nonverbal. And horses have taught me, especially this young guy, to be, horses are in the moment. Mm -hmm. And most of us humans are... So worried about what we did in the past and what's coming up, right. you know, and they are just in the moment. And if you clear your brain and focus completely yeah. on them and what you're doing, uh, you can really make a lot of progress with them. They they respect that. They don't want a bunch of clutter in your brain, right. you
0: know. So when you yeah. go out there, that it almost seems like it would be um, like if someone goes for a hike in nature or meditates or something where they're like clearing their brain of, and I'm assuming it's sort of a healthy, like riding this horse probably feels pretty good when yes, you get out absolutely. there because you can forget about, you know, what you have to do at school or anything going on in your personal life. You can just focus on absolutely. this. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Absolutely. Um, so how, um, do you ever get scared when you, um, when you ride? Cause I know we, um, so I've talked to kids before and you know one of the things we we talk about is like you know what what are you scared of and I like I'm personally afraid of heights it's not my favorite thing but um so you have been scared on a horse before Um or? I
1: have okay. been terrified on okay. Fireball. I uh, I thought there's no way in the world I can do this. Uh you know I'm going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I you know I I truly got to the bottom of the barrel where I thought I, I, there is no I'm terrified. Yeah. my heart. and so I took up yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried Tai Chi, but that didn't stick. I may try that again, yeah. but just trying to get my breathing regulated mm-hmm. and my because I can be kind of high anxiety mm-hmm. sometimes. and so but it, working with the horse showed me that I can control that anxiety. I can do breathing exercises and thus control my fear also. And once that fear is at bay, then you can focus on the goal and push forward. And honestly, working with a horse, just like any of passion that people have um, or a challenge that you have, you kind of learn that stick-to-itiveness right. that we teach our kids is, yeah. you know, if you're afraid of something or if something's challenging, stay with it. Now you may have to do some research, you may right. need to ask for help, but stay with it. Um,
0: because I'm assuming you could have given up after a couple of months, right? And, and just I almost like, did. Okay.
1: Yes, I almost <laughs> did. And now, man, I, I take this horse on to drill team where you're carrying flags around. Oh, wow. and do, you know, we've okay. done parades. We've done obstacle courses. And I, really, I just wanted a trail horse. Right. But he needed, I accidentally bought a really smart thinking horse. Okay. And so I had to really entertain him. The teacher in me. One time, I actually created flashcards for him. <laughs> I carry them in my yeah. I said flashcards. Okay. And I carry them I, in my saddlebag. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Okay. So it's been interesting.
0: That that is pretty interesting. So yeah. I'm I'm curious. You said so. Um, you've you said you did parades, like mm. so marching down like a So when they, so this, I don't, this is gonna show how much I don't know about horses, so horseshoes. Yes. So those, are, does every horse have horseshoes and is it to protect their hoofs or what, like what is, our hooves, I don't know, what, what are they, and are there different ones and how does that work?
1: Well, there are, and my horse is barefoot um, because he has really excellent feet. Okay. Uh, and so it just is really depends on the individual oh, so, okay. horse. And so the horse when you pick up their foot it should be concave and so the outside of the foot should be hitting. Okay. And then they have this inside part that's actually called a frog. Okay. The little triangle part and it is kind of the cushion. And okay. so if it's a well formed foot, sometimes you don't need a shoe. Okay. So yeah. All right.
0: So yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So and if they and um as far as um like trail stuff, I guess um what's the what's the Hardest or the most challenging trail you guys have ever done? Have y'all ever done like anything really high or fast or, or something like that?
1: Well, so with him, because he's a new guy, a lot can be challenging. Okay. Um, Triple Mill tends to be okay. a really challenging trail for horses because, you know, there are canoes flying by, hammocks uh, yeah. swinging back and forth, dogs of, running loose sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. those can be really scary. Um, uh, mulberry that you mentioned earlier that's a challenging one just because there it there's a lot of rocks there's right. a lot of climbing you know i noticed and there was
0: one part it was almost like a gully with like they had to It definitely look like it would be oh, yeah terrain that yes. you have to be now yeah. as a rider are you is the horse sort of at that point are you like this is other stuff I don't know like are you leading the horse a certain way or is the horse choosing his best path or how or is it both it's both
1: with a guy in training like mine I am leading pretty much every step with my old horse I could just loosen the reins Uh, and he he knew where to go what to
0: happen yeah but this
1: guy you know until they have their balance. Um, And in fact, he's fallen down on me a couple of times, which has been really scary. (laughs) Falling down with you on him. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: So have you you ever been injured riding a horse or... anything like that
1: bruises scrapes soreness but But nothing too Thankfully, nothing horrible
0: now do you wear um i'm always curious do you wear a helmet when you ride or what um i he is
1: i wear a helmet on the trails um because that's his more challenging area when we're doing arena work like i've actually worked with cows with him we've started roping and doing cows and stuff but he loves that and so i don't feel you know for i just don't wear a helmet there but you should wear a helmet.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. I um yeah. I usually wear a helmet when I go out, but every now and then I'll ride my neighborhood and I, I should put on a helmet, but I don't cuz yeah. it's flat and right. I, but yeah. I yeah, wear a helmet. I everyone, recommend
1: a helmet. <laughs> everyone wear a helmet, <laughs> wear a helmet and be helmet. safe. Yes.
0: So, um so did you say um so I know they have places like um I this um friend of mine Bill Clegg, he has this place in Social Circle where um kids can he has a um a barn and a and uh, he has kids come out and they they do like this sort of um, therapy. It's um, and they ride horses. Have you have you ever done anything like that or seen stuff like that? Well, or? it's
1: funny you ask because that's um, if I had one of my dreams, I haven't made it happen yet. But if if money weren't an object, if time right. weren't an object, all that, I would love to open an equine therapy because uh, I've I done know. a lot of reading with mm-hmm. that where. Um, you know people overcoming different anxieties or traumas horses are really healing mm-hmm. um, but I've, I've only read about that but I think it's such a neat idea
0: it's uh, we went out there this summer and I had a chance to um, I didn't ride but we got to go in the stable and and pet the horses and stuff and I like I said I just forget how their faces are so big yeah. and then we fed them and I was like afraid, you know, cause I was like, I don't want them to bite my finger cause that would probably hurt. And so, um, they're just, I, I can see how, but you know, once I sort of got over that initial fear of how big they are, I was like, oh, these are the coolest animals and the, and their eyes Um, seem sort of human like when you look at them and stuff so um so how would they have you ever had dogs like do you have any um pet dogs so do and do the dogs and the horses get along or are they
1: they they do it just depends on how you introduce them um when my horse first met my dog it did not go well okay um in fact my horse was uh tied in the trailer and my dog came running by uh, and my horse was very young at the time and pulled back hmm. and i uh, got himself i actually had to cut him loose oh, i mean he got himself okay. in a real yeah. horses get themselves they and, freak out over okay. everything um and, but, and in sort of
0: once they back into they can get stuck oh and they, all they really all all, if, okay. if
1: there is any a horse can get hurt in so many ways um hmm. they just panic over a lot so but then once you get introduce them to the dog they should be fine they
0: should be okay. so yeah so do horses sleep standing up
1: they can they yeah. can't, do
0: they sleep laying down yeah. also okay mm-hmm. i i don't think i've ever yeah seen or known yeah oh, they okay.
1: can they can sleep standing up and then if they're in a real comfortable environment then uh, they'll, they'll, lay, they'll lay down so like the standing up
0: is like sort of i'm ready to go if something scares me yes and exactly the laying down obviously if they feel somewhere safe yeah. so you have do you have um uh is it a stable is what they call where they keep horses yes. so do you guys have a stable uh, like at your house or in like proper uh, you know we don't have to go into depot but do you have a stable where you keep um um, fire, wait, fire. No. Yes. Fireball. Okay. Fireball. Uh-huh. I was about to say yeah. firecracker. I was like, that's I, uh, not a well, fireball. Okay. That,
1: he would answer to that yes. too. I'm sure. But, um, yeah, we have a, we have a small stable, okay. um, couple of pastures, a uh, six acre pasture okay. and a couple of little run-ins for them. So what so.
0: happens during, like when you're at school during mm-hmm. the day, does he stay in his, um, in his stable or what is, or does he, is he free to like go out I don't know how like what happens with horses during the day and night
1: Yeah so he is different people different owners it's kind of a personal thing I like to keep mine out on a pasture because okay. that's kind of their they're grazing animals I think the more that they can just move around and graze the better. So okay. he is out in the pasture but he has a little shelter that he can go in so if, if he it wants starts to.
0: lightning or something right. or get out of the sun if right. it's a hot day he can yes. go. And yeah. and so they do so I've seen them obviously eat hay but they eat grass or hay or anything mm-hmm. like that. Is that do you have to can he just eat the grass out in the pasture or do you guys have to buy like hay and feed him like special stuff or?
1: Well, it's dependent on each horse. Um, This guy, he actually was diagnosed. He has a bit of anxiety himself. And so he was diagnosed with gastric ulcers a year ago. Which means I have to feed him a special hay oh. and alfalfa hay, um, which is coated has a lot of calcium. Okay. And the calcium coats his stomach lining and keeps oh. the ulcers at bay. Okay. He also has to eat twelve tums every time we ride.
0: <laughs> tums? Yes. The yeah. antacid tums. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, you crush up twelve tums and, and then syringe helps, it into his mouth. I mean that he's just high maintenance. Helps him yeah. sort
0: of with any yeah. sort of ulcer or yeah. um yeah, that no one wants heartburn or ulcers no, or any sort of no. gastro <laughs> issues. That would be um yeah okay. So that's pretty interesting. And then does he have um does he have any companions like other? You said you'll have a pony. Does the pony well stay the pony
1: with, cannot eat grass because she will eat herself sick. So uh, she has to okay. stay on a little lot. Yeah. But we do have a border horse that shares the other oh, pasture. Okay. So he can you know they need at least one other horse. So that's what I was
0: gonna. So horses yeah. are like friendly with each other, I guess. Cause yes. I mean, I see it when you see them in Cumberland, they're all in like a big herd exactly. and together. So they like being together yeah, with each other. They do. Okay. they do. And then, so I want to hear about, um, so I know people can ride a horse bareback, but, um, but normally, you know, I see people in saddles mm-hmm. and stuff. To, so what the saddle is just more for you to help you stay. I, I don't know anything. So it's like a seat, right? That you basically put your feet in and sit on. <laughs> And what's that little thing called that you grab? I don't know any of these things. Okay,
1: so um, you can have an English uh, English tack or a Western tack, English okay. saddle or a Western saddle, um, and so currently I ride in a Western saddle, and so. The saddle is really, truly meant to distribute the rider's weight more oh, evenly. okay. Um, so if you ride bareback, you're putting, even a light person is putting all their weight into those two points okay. behind the horse's yeah. shoulder. So if you sit on a uh, saddle, it's going to distribute oh, that yeah. weight and be better okay. for the that horse. That makes
0: sense, yeah. Yeah,
1: and um, the saddle horn not so much to hold on to but if you need to you can oh and
0: that's that would help you get up too right can yeah. you grab that or you don't, you don't really so much to. do that okay. i mean
1: because if you grab that then the whole saddle uh, so the best shifts. and everyone it yeah. probably has their own but i always just grab their mane because okay. you know you horses don't feel if you pull on the hair they don't it's not feel like that some, okay. yeah So I just use the main main Uh, and hop
0: up there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have to have like a step to get up to the, like, or depending on the horse?
1: Depending on the horse. And so, um, my guy is, uh, 1100 pounds, almost 16 hands, you know, a hand is four inches. So 16 times four, 50, a
0: lot of, a lot of inches. And so that would
1: be like, and you measure to their withers, which would be kind of their shoulder. Um, and so that would almost be like a, a little over a five foot per person, just to yeah. their shoulders, just to their shoulders. Okay. So for him, I have trained him to go. He stands beside my trailer. Okay. I just move him over there, and, and then I climb step up on up the. Up on yeah, the, okay. yeah.
0: Because I have seen like when we were at the um, this Bill Clegg's place, he had like there was a ring, and there were, you could like sort of walk up this, and there was a platform yes. that was like it wasn't. It was a couple of feet high, but it gave you enough where it looked like you could get on a horse a little bit easier. It's
1: kinder um, to the horse. Yeah. Years of pulling from the ground kind of will yeah. hurt them. And
0: Does so. it matter for um, horseback riding if you're left or right handed? It that a- does not. Okay. In
1: fact, it's best. Um, Ed Dabney is a local horse trainer out mm-hmm. in um, Mansfield. You mentioned Social Circle. Mm-hmm. is kind of on the other side of that. And he's the one that saved my relationship with Fireball. Yeah. And I learned a lot from him. And he preaches to be ambidextrous. You should oh, be So okay. I try really hard to do things. You know, horse, horses have two sides that mm-hmm. are very different. Their okay. left brain and their right brain are totally different. Oh. Their left eye, right eye okay. is like two different beings. Okay. And so everything you do on their left side, you have to also do on their right oh. side, including even mounting, i Okay. Wanted. Um, even though we typically mount from one side, it's better to do that from both sides. Okay. It's better to ride them with left hand and right hand. Okay, so kind of interesting.
0: That's kind of cool. So that when I watch the Kentucky Derby and they have those, um, I think they call them blinders mm-hmm. or whatever. What are those? Are those to keep them from seeing the like sides or, or keep them focused on what's ahead? Or? Exactly.
1: The horses. Well, so horses can actually see almost 360 degrees okay. behind them they have one blind spot right in front of their eyes okay. a lot of people don't know if you approach a horse straight, straight on, on they, don't see, they you. don't see you at all uh, and even the best horse may totally get freaked out yeah. so you got to approach them from the side so i imagine those blinders are just keeping them from yeah, being distracted seeing all the other horses Ooh, I should try and that stuff. In my drill team yeah. because my horse has a real hard time getting along with others yeah. and when the other horses i'm i may need to bring in some blinders <laughs> at the next drill team practice
0: so what is yeah. you said drill team is that with other horses and other riders and you guys have the flags and yeah stuff, it's or is so it, much fun do y'all do competitions or is it um
1: this is a low level just for fun we okay. do have like a fun show ever at the end of every season but the higher levels definitely right. can compete and it's just all about um getting your horse to move in the most precise ways and for me it's just getting him socialized and out there with other horses but it's fun you learn different routines
0: and i was gonna say you get to be with other people other horses and then the whole time you're sort of it's a challenge of training your horse and doing the best you can um so uh, have you ever uh, i see in movies like sometimes people because i love westerns and like uh, um and so they'll be riding this horse and they'll go down into this river and they'll cut through the river have you ever ridden a horse through a river or a stream oh, yeah. or anything oh, do sure. you okay is it sure. how yeah. deep like what's the deepest you've ever gotten with um, a horse
1: i took my old horse my previous horse i took him swimming at lake lanier it was so cool do they like
0: does he like it because uh, they can he, swim yeah, right? yeah they okay. can
1: they can and he loved it it took him a minute um to kind of get used to right. it but once we got in there oh it was so fun
0: <laughs> yeah that's pretty neat yeah that's and then what's the um, what would you say what's the fastest you've ever been on a horse so... well
1: I'll tell you what on we my friend had an app and I hope I'm remembering this correctly but we were riding at the horse park the Kanye's oh yeah the place park. is nice it is and she had an app this was on my old horse and she logged our speed and I believe she logged it at. Now I think a racehorse goes into the upper thirty miles per yeah. hour. Maybe don't yeah. quote me on that, but somewhere around. It feels
0: like a, that's about right on that the Kentucky even Derby 40, stuff. Maybe forty. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so I want to say we got into the upper twenties.
0: Ooh, that's pretty. <laughs>
1: that's really was, yeah, or maybe mid twenties, but it was it was like now we didn't hold that for yeah. that long. But it was fast enough to kind of like take your breath away. That takes your
0: breath. I've I've been like thirty miles per hour on a bicycle, and that's that is really fast. Because yeah. if you fall at that speed,
1: oh, yeah, yeah,
0: that's not yeah. a speed you yeah. want to fall.
1: Now I do not let my young guy. He <laughs> just he goes we canner, and we just do a nice slow canner. So, yeah. You know? Okay. So that was the yeah. other thing. So
0: I know, and I know, uh, um, there's canner and trot and. I don't know any of the others. So go from slow, like slow is mm-hmm. all the, gallop is the fastest, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so for a quarter horse, now there are different, they're gated horses that have okay. extra gates. Okay. But for a quarter horse, you do basically have walk, trot, uh, and now you can divide the trot into a slow sitting trot where you don't have to post. Okay. And then you can do a fast trot. It's post have
0: to, standing up in the... Exactly. Okay.
1: Exactly where you rise and fall with the horse okay. and then into a canter or a lope if you're Western speaking. Okay. And then gallop or okay. be just
0: Where you're what we were doing out. at the horse park. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so when you when you start going, so if you're just on a um, like if you go out on a trail or whatever and you're just riding, most of the time you're sitting in the saddle, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not mm-hmm. you're not up in the saddle. Mm-hmm. But if you need to go a little bit faster or something like that, mm-hmm. you can what did you call it, where you sort of rise post, and post, where yes. you sort of go up and down with the, yes. with the horse. And that just helps you as a rider and the horse, I guess, sort of. Um, it's
1: mainly for the horse. Okay. It's mainly to move with them. So you're not slamming down on, you okay. know, in, inhibiting yeah. their movement. Um, my horse is extremely smooth, so I can sit most of his most gaits of the, you know so
0: this um does your rear end ever hurt from riding a horse like it does it ever get sore or anything or your legs does anything
1: you know these days not okay, so much so but when i began yes yeah. i would not even be able to move when i got off i the can horse imagine because it's yeah. i would imagine yeah. it's
0: working out all sorts of muscles yes. in your legs yeah, and your does. back and your core yeah. and everything yeah. so even your arms i guess you're yeah you're working your. yeah your yeah. whole body. Yeah. So if someone were interested, let's say you had a student or someone at GOC and they were they were really into horses, um, but they just didn't even know mm-hmm. where to begin, mm-hmm. like as far as maybe trying to ride a horse or getting into, um, you know, just learning about horses what would you recommend for them like what's the best thing for them to do
1: I truly would say uh, do some research uh, find a local barn you know take your your parents and some trusted people visit a few places Mm -hmm. because just like with any sport there are um, or hobbies or activities there are people that you kind of jive with and people Mm -hmm. that you don't and so do a lot of question asking calling visiting and when you find a trainer that uh, you feel good with, then take some lessons and start like that. Don't just try to jump on because, you know, it can be real dangerous if you just jump on. So, so. if
0: I, let's say I was, um, I'm 50, but let's say I was 15 and, right, right, <laughs> and right. I'm going. And right. so Mr. Lawless is going and I find a place. And, and so if I just tell them, if I find a guy that I like and it, he's uh, or a woman and they're very nice and I say, look, I'm interested in like learning how to ride a horse. Like there are places that I I wouldn't need probably a whole lot of gear to start out with. They would have the horse and the saddles and things like that. I might need a helmet and some other stuff, Um, but then I can just pay someone, just like you would pay a tennis instructor or something to teach you how to ride a horse, right? Absolutely,
1: and you wouldn't have to, everybody has to start somewhere. I certainly knew absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing when I started. And that is completely okay. You just go. You be honest with about that. Right. Let them know. And they can start you from the ground up.
0: So, And it could be like anywhere from just a hobby where you just really like horses and you want to go uh, once a week and ride a horse and sort of connect with an animal and stuff yes. all the way up to. Do they treat you uh, or teach you? Um, I guess trainers can teach you how to like take care of a horse. And, yes. Yeah. Um, home and bathe and feed and all that kind of stuff? Yes,
1: and I was, the next step after you start with lessons, then I would look for a summer camp. Um, We used to go to a place called Sunburst up in North Georgia. There are places everywhere, but that particular barn did a summer camp every Mm -hmm. summer, And that would be great because you get to all week sleep there, you know, live, breathe, and eat the horses. You have to give them the bath at the end of the ride. You have to do all the grooming. So for a week, that's your whole life. Now it's not cheap, so you need to be working for that money. You know, ask your parents how you can raise money. um, Yeah, but
0: kids could save for that kind of stuff. I certainly did. Yeah. So yeah. I went to space camp one year, and it took me all year. I yeah. sold Krispy Kreme donuts. Absolutely, so, yeah. my own
1: daughter. You don't ever let money get in the way. You set yeah. your plan, you set your goal, and you make it happen. My daughter wanted a horse forever, and I thought not until you're ready. Yeah. So there was a time where she was selling bags of pecans, yeah. and I uh, it a lemonade stand, and Whatever like did all sorts. Of, now she, she was could, seven, but yeah. you know. So.
0: But it takes so. a while. So what's your favorite thing about either your horse or just horses in general? Like what's um
1: I think I would sum it up with the word uh, empathy, peace. I mean, it's just something that you can communication, you can completely they're non-judgmental. Mhm. You know, if you're the kind of person that is like, oh, you know, you're, a, uh, we all love people mm-hmm. and such. Um, but sometimes to be around that being, that living being that you can just be yourself yeah. and they're not going to judge you. And, you know, they're like, they just want to be yeah. rubbed on the neck and, mm-hmm. you know, just They're just peaceful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, well, it seems like a really cool, um, I won't say hobby because it's more than a hobby, um, passion or part of your life. It's it's definitely.
1: It's been a lot um, of fun.
0: Seems so uh, if I am ever in your area, can I, can yeah, I come see you Fireball? you totally could. You okay. totally could.
1: You and Amy need to come so, out. Yeah, I would love so, to okay. give you a
0: tour. So, well, I would love to meet yeah, Fireball. So that's exciting. Yeah. Will you have anything else you want to talk about, or um, any any other passions or anything you want to talk about? Fireball or your other stuff?
1: Well, I I think I feel pretty good.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I
1: really appreciate you having me. This has been a lot of fun. Well, I was a tad nervous. <laughs> going I thought who wants to hear me talk for that long but um this was really this I would encourage anyone out there to do this well I appreciate
0: that yeah anyone that wants to do it can uh can send me an email and they can be on the podcast and we can talk about things you're interested in just like Miss Cooper talked about her horses and her interests um so well thanks for being on the show I really appreciate it
1: thank you so much all right see you
0: All right. That was quite a ride. I mean, conversation. I didn't even realize how much I didn't know about horses. And I feel like I was really just scratching the surface there with Miss Cooper's knowledge. I can't wait to go out and see Fireball. I'm really excited for that. And like Miss Cooper said, if you're interested in horses... Uh, do a little online research or you can reach out to miss Cooper start asking questions and figuring out if maybe this is something you might want to try uh, I'm still a little scared of how big horses are but now I know what to do if I see one on a trail at little Mulberry Park uh, really appreciate you sitting down and talking with uh, with me thank you so much miss Cooper uh, if you guys like this episode of extracurricular uh, make sure you keep listening to the podcast I'm going to continue to sit down with students and teachers and talk about the cool things they do outside of school if you want to be on the podcast, please send me an email. If you're interested in Gwinnett Online Campus and coming to school here, you can head over to our website and find out all about the school and the great things we have going on. I've got links uh, to my email and the school website in the show notes. Uh, and if you get a chance, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get uh, new episodes delivered to your device right when they come out. We're going to um, have a bunch coming out in the 2023, 20, sorry, 2022, 2023 school year. Uh, and if you have an extra minute, uh, you can help us out by leaving a good review on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. A uh, special thanks to Dr. Ray and Dr. O'Neill. This podcast would not be possible without their support and inspiration. And for the rest of you, thanks for listening. I look forward to joining you again next episode. Have a great day.